Hey, America, start, start listening, listening now. now. Happy New Year, y'all. Yeah. Thanks. It's our Happy first show of 2022. Welcome. It is. It's 2022. We're all sitting next to our computers, so yeah. has everyone gotten their 2022 official Eurovision Page Day calendars? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Give me yours. Uh, Eurovision. Oh. Hi, what's yours? Uh, the Many Chest Hairs of Serhat. Oh. What's the one for today? It's bad. And welcome to another hairy episode of 12 Points from America, a Eurovision Song Contest podcast from America, the home of baseball star Todd Gonzalez. I'm Eric. I'm Derek. I'm Samantha. And I'm Danny. Oh, that fighting baseball reference, though. Yeah. It's also the home of Dwig Torchigal. I, I'm more of a Bobson Dugnut stan myself. Bobson Dugnut, yes. That's, Bobson yeah. Dugnut's a good one. My apologies to anybody who's now listening to the show and has no idea what the hell we're talking about. But <laughs> uh, if you don't, take your take, give yourself a, a favor and, and take a moment and just Google fighting baseball lineup. Mm-hmm. Uh, Eric, could you explain what, what this what this actually was? Uh, it's a Super Famicom baseball game. Uh, Super Famicom being the, the SNES in Japan and maybe also Europe. So you guys know what's going on. Anyway, there is a game called Fighting Baseball and it was ostensibly somebody's job to come up with American sounding names for the players. And they all sound kind of American, but are just They're a, so little, close. a little bit off. It's uncanny. Consistently, like, it's the so uncanny weird. valley of nomenclature, really. Yeah. Just there like, are a couple that are pretty normal. Like, but then you get like, Bob's and Dugnut and Dwig Torchigal. It was, was Steve Truck. <laughs> <laughs> Something like that. Speaking of Steve Truck, Sam, hit it with the socials. Hey, if your name is Steve Truck, you could find us on social media or, you know, honestly, whatever your name is, you could find us on social media at one, two points, USA. Uh, just email us directly um, at 12 points from America at gmail.com. But otherwise, just find us on Twitter or Facebook. Happy to happy to chat with you. Uh, find us on YouTube. Also, similar name there. We've got all sorts of oh, a small selection of slowly growing selection, I should say, of uh, of content over on our YouTube page as well. Or if you're interested, check out our Redbubble as well for some uh, interesting sweet merch. Good times, mm-hmm. great oldies, we'll hot eats, least... cool treats. Yeah, we'll be getting to at least one great oldie on this show. Uh, I think based on the it has been a, a, a little bit since we actually recorded an episode just because of the holiday season. Um, so we have a, a, a nice spate of news to to soldier through. We also do have a theme that is going to tie in a little bit uh, both to the news and uh, to maybe a video that we'll be doing a little bit later. Maybe question mark. You'll see. Stay tuned. Yeah. How to keep these people on the edge of their pants. That's the saying, right? What? Uh, sure. Yeah. You know, if, have, if, if, oh. if you're wearing pants, in which case, yeah. why? <laughs> uh, let's get to a news item that I'm sure is going to delight Derek uh, immediately here at the top of the show. Uh, so ESC 250 happened again. The countdown poll of uh, everyone's favorite Eurovision hits uh, of the past. Uh, hits and non-hits. We do a couple of the non-hits, too. Uh, but apparently Euphoria uh, will never be taken off of uh, off of the pedestal. Euphoria's reign of terror continues. Uh, Eric, you have the note here that Euphoria got not only the most 12s and 10s, you know, to get the crown, but mm-hmm. also 8s, 6s, 5s, 4s, 3s, and 2s. That's what got correct. The most, what got the most 1s, Eric? Uh, ZTA Boni got the most 1s. Oh! Uh, <laughs> For real! And, okay. Yeah, and, and uh, Shum got the most 7s. Ah, 
thought we were uh, missing a number curiously, in there. but yes, all, all of the others, uh, Euphoria. Every just everybody votes for Euphoria is is yeah. kind of what the yeah, it's kind what of the a, takeaway yeah, is. The, I think it's the only bone that they'll ever throw Sweden. <laughs> yes, because they're not getting enough credit. No, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. I was kind of sitting there at the number two. Was like, all right, Monaskin is left, and Euphoria is left. Which one's it going to be? Which what one? if? What yeah. if? Yeah. Uh, no, it was it was always going to be Euphoria. Let's be real yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Just a quick breakdown of the top few here. Uh, Euphoria had seventeen thousand two hundred ninety-two total points, uh, which is a lot more than Monoskin at number two. Got they got fourteen thousand eight hundred twenty-eight. Nothing else came even remotely close. Third, excitingly, was Go A uh, yeah. with with Shum, but only eight thousand three hundred nine points. Ooh. Then we had uh, we had yeah. So uh, Euphoria doubled up the song in third to to give you an idea of the of the level of dominance that it has. Uh, and ZTA Boni didn't quite double it, but did very very well. Then uh, Arcade uh, by Duncan Lawrence, the Dunk dropped one spot from third to fourth, and also debuting in the top five was Voila by Barbara Pravi. Oh, for real yep. yeah fuego dropped from yeah uh fuego dropped from second to sixth spirit in the sky dropped from fifth to seventh where's my and, boy where's yeah, good john uh, he was 10th good john was 10 okay and good job uh, good job yeah good job good job good job <laughs> he was he was also 36th uh répondez moi but both uh, okay stayed yeah. stayed pretty high up he was 31st last year so he didn't fall too much couple of interesting things near the top this year uh that that we've that i think needs to be uh discussed and and finger pointed at a bit uh dime by beth from 2003 uh from spain uh this one is just pure stonks i think <laughs> it, it it has it has climbed a ridiculous degree over the last few years and finished ninth this year which is ridiculous yeah i mean it's a fine song in studio live maybe not so much but Mm -hmm. but uh, ninth like how how did salvador fall out of the top 20 and yet dime ended up in the top 10 i'm sorry i'm you know i know that you know i i'm not one to poo-poo anybody's tastes or or love of music you like what you like you know me diplomat when it comes to this (laughs) but what the crap y'all what the yeah, crap? Yeah. When old school sea shanties become popular, I mean, I know. Was, <laughs> was the same year. It. Yeah. yeah. It, it in, might just uh, be a coincidence. Oh. It might drop a hundred places next year. It just everybody was just kind of feeling it this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. In 2017, it wasn't on the list at all. It, it was in 2016, uh, but it went from from off the list to 243rd in 2018, to 107th in 2019, to 50th, and then to 9th. It has been an inexplicable climb. A meteoric it's like a, rise, a if, effort. If Dime <laughs> yeah. beats if Dime beats Euphoria next year, <laughs> I I'm, I'm I don't know I'm going streaking. Dime over Euphoria. Who's got the spread? Who's got the points? The Spanish, I guess. Jeez, you got <laughs> yeah. another thing to point out here, Eric. Yeah, uh, this, and this one ridiculous. Yeah, I, I'm with you here that this is a, a too weird to be to be innocent. It's sus af. To, to put it in youth parlance, 11th place was Kruna by Nevena Bozovic uh, like, in 2019. Again, for, uh, for, for Malifa to fall out of the top 20, mm-hmm. and yet Kruna almost makes it into the top 10. So the thing about Kruna specifically that is really, really, really odd, it had the third most 12-point scores by, by a huge margin. It went Euphoria... 647, Monoskin 616, Kruna 315. The next highest was Dime at 159. 
this is um, this is really really odd. And then also, honestly though, the thing that's even weirder is the most votes Kruna got at any other value besides twelve was zero. No, was eighteen. <laughs> It got, again, 315 12s, and then 10 10s, a dozen 8s, a dozen 7s, 18 6s, and then on down. This this was... Is this a meme somewhere on, like, the, the some, subreddit? Somebody somewhere? organized like, this to... This is r slash ESC 250 bets is uh, orchestrating yeah. a short squeeze yeah. on ESC this, 250. <laughs> this is very much someone's doing. I feel. Hmm. I mean, it could just be that Nevada's got a lot of friends and, and like her, her 315 to be exact. In, in, <laughs> you know, it, again, not a bad song by any stretch, not a bad song. It is lovely. It's she fine. sings it beautifully. It is a fine song, but couldn't you have put that behind say Molitva? <laughs> if you wanted a nice Serbian Balkan ballad, can I offer you some nice Molitva perhaps? <laughs> How about a nice Molitva? Why Kruna and not Victor Krohn? Or my friend. You mean my friend? My, my friend. friend. Yeah. So I didn't see the whole list. I, I, I paid attention to the top 10. I was That was kind of interesting, but like 250, I just don't have time for. <laughs> no, did, I'm, I'm sort of curious. Did Uno make it on the list anywhere? It did. Uh, Uno has not done super well in this. Uh, they were 99th uh, in their debut last year, which seemed low for how quote-unquote popular it was. And it dropped a little bit to 101st, missed the top 100 this uh, this year, hmm. which which I think is is interesting. Uh, mm -hmm. I, I think it, it kind of shows where perhaps a lot of those YouTube views were coming from in terms of in terms of eurovision fandom or lack oh, thereof they were perhaps concentrated just in russia alone or, I mean, or granted they are a like youtube videos yeah they're right. also a really big name there too i mean yeah, it doesn't right. have to be anything sinister yep. is I it mean, a, is this like this is america where everyone likes the video but the song is just okay might be i was never super high on uno to be perfectly honest i loved uno well, they I liked that, it. that memeable viral online quality I kind of wondered how that would have translated into the show, given that they seem to work so well on like on the Internet. If you're browsing the Internet and yeah. somebody sends you a link and you watch the video, like, hey, this is hilarious. I'm going to show a bunch of people this. But would you vote for it? I had to wonder, you know, grandmas and grandpas in the Balkans have to vote, too. <laughs> they get their grandkids to vote for them. <laughs> Melitva, come here and vote for grandma. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. So what's um, it going to take? So what's it going to take for Euphoria to be toppled? It feels like Euphoria is winning just because they're winning. At this stage, people are voting for it because they've always voted for it. That Euphoria has become an institution. We've yeah. always been at war with Oceania. I, mean, <laughs> I think it's going to take a lot to knock it out at this point. It just mm -hmm. has so much momentum behind it. Where is another big hit from earlier last decade? Like, where did Heroes uh, end up? Heroes ended up... I, I pulled up another stat, but uh, uh -huh. so we'll pause for a second. Here. In the old Motron... If flow uh, no, no. Uh, is there a website where this listed? Uh, yeah, the songfestival.be has uh, okay. it. Um, full results. Uh, Heroes was 16th. Oh, okay. That's a fitting place. Yeah. Uh, but for one one spot behind Fairy Tale. Yeah. Sure. sure. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We got all the big hitters there. Like, uh, I, I think Euphoria is, you know, 
it would make sense to me for it to no longer be top one in a in a couple years. But Euphoria is a banger of a song, and I, it's going to stay in the top ten. Um, I don't think it'll ever fall big. Not. Not in the next 10 years, I don't think. I, I mean, I think for it to lose, it's going to take a, a very wide and, and, and concentrated campaign for Kruna to unseat it. Or, <laughs> or, or a better song. A song that the people who love Euphoria love more. And and which brings us know. which brings us to our campaign. That's a yes. good point. Yes. Uh-huh. That's yes, Sam. That's a very good point. We we want to bring attention to a song that we think needs to finally make an appearance on the ESC 250. And that right. is Euro Neuro yes. by Rambo Amadeus mm-hmm. uh, from Montenegro 2012. 12, 12. I should know this if I'm going to be evangelizing for it, but whatever. Absolutely. Um, he, he opened the show, Eric. That's right. People people tuning in for a nice Tuesday mm. evening semifinal turned on their screen to the Trojan donkey and Rambo Amadeus mm-hmm. begging for people to give him chance to refinance. Give me chance yeah. to refinance. So, and they kept uh, watching. Yeah. <laughs> Rambo they did get into the top 500 this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, he was 484th place with 180 points. For reference, the song that finished 250th had 540 points so it has a ways to go but here's the thing if you're listening to this and you like to vote in the esc 250 please consider throwing a few points 11 months from now we'll remind (laughs) you uh to euro neuro because we want to see this get in i honestly have come to have a certain appreciation for this song because it is so weird and just like just jazzy and unique and and I don't know I I kind of like it now. Yeah, same. I I hate myself for liking it as much as I do. I hate you uh, guys for liking it. Jesus Christ! I I don't <laughs> like it. I I think it's terrible. Uh, and I, uh, I I but I however I do have respect for it. Uh, I'm not saying it's good. I'm saying you have I to like respect it. a song that uh, is sent yeah. to Eurovision and is just a huge middle finger. Yeah. Was there a bigger Euro- middle middle finger at Eurovision since uh, what was that? Well, Church in a shopping cart song. Well, I mean, there was a. <laughs> what was that? Irland du Point. Irland du Point. Oh my that's god! Right. Well, yeah. there was Tornike Kipiani's first attempt was probably pretty close to that. Oh yeah, that's right. That's the Spanish yeah. guy. Spanish guy. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Uh, really right. quick, a couple other little tidbits about the ESC 250 before we move on. Care to guess the highest rated 2021 song that did not make it? Like what? Which highest, 2021 wait, came I, the closest? I know the, the answer. Closest, to this but didn't break the 250. Correct from 2021. Hmm. Uh, the Iceland. It's Leslie Roy. Wow, oh, good with, for her. With maps. Oh, good. Uh, at 274, uh, Angela Peristeri, uh, 288, uh, Montaigne. Technicolor was 297. Where's and I, I thought this would do fairly well. The Black Mamba's Love is on my side. 301. 301. Did mm. not get many votes. Got a lot of love this year. That surprises me. But then again, they did do better with the juries than they did with the public, didn't they? Uh, that's true. That's yeah. true. I mean, they, uh, all the they can't they can't all be Simon Oliveira and Uhra Pash that mm-hmm. did so much better with the public. Yeah. Uh, Benny Cristo, not in the top 500. Wow. Uh, I will say three three people gave their 12 points to Embers. Embers? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they make okay pancakes. Well, there's John Newman. There's James Newman. Mm -hmm. 
and I don't know, dad. Can we get a campaign going to get James Newman at the contest next year? <laughs> that would be lovely. I guess this year, technically. Or next year, why not? As Any year. The Embers guy, James no, Newman? No, his brother. Oh, his brother. No, his uh... brother is John Newman. Oh, sorry, John oh, Newman. Yeah. I'm really confused. Yeah. <laughs> we need better names. Don't worry, we'll cut it in <laughs> their post. fault. Anyway, let's yeah. move on to news about uh, Turin 2022. Yeah. Just a, a couple of quick things that I don't think really need discussing, but are but are notable. The semifinal draw, so we find out whether or not Cyprus and Greece can vote for each other uh, and, and so forth. Uh, There's going to be January 25th. Uh, so, so we're looking forward to that. We'll see kind of what geographical blocks are maybe helped out or, or, or hurt by that. Uh, another little thing that I noticed uh, over the last couple of weeks that I think is, is maybe worth mentioning San Marino, their incredibly long and drawn out selection process. Uh, they've listed dozens, if not hundreds of amateur artists that are competing for nine spots in the final against nine professionals or whatever. It's going to uh-huh. be an 18 song final, which is absurd, but they also reveal the, the folks that are going to be on the jury for that. And it's a bunch of Italian musicians that I've never heard of. And then also a guy named Steve Lyon and Steve Lyon is a really interesting choice for this because, well, he's not Italian, he's British, but he's a he's an extremely well-established audio engineer uh, and and producer in in Britain and elsewhere. Uh, his credits include Depeche Mode's Violator. Ooh, yeah, uh, he was one of the engineers on that. He's worked on multiple albums for The Cure. Uh, he's he's worked on a lot of. A lot of big time stuff. And now he is judging songs for San Marino. I mean, that's random as hell. Mm -hmm. I'm intrigued. I'm wondering if that's going to inform any of his decisions or, you know, after a song is selected, is it going to get some sort of a revamp from him or is I don't know. Yeah. I'm certainly intrigued by this development, though. I'm also another thing that I've noticed about the San Marinese, um, National final. They are, like you said, publishing the names of a lot of the the up and coming singers that are, you know, submitting auditions. I'm noticing singers from other national finals are jumping ship and going to San Marino. I was gonna say, are they gonna become just a sort of a like catch San Mar- Yeah, San Marino is has no laws, and uh, you'll just if you, if you want to be in the contest, go to San Marino because they'll take anyone. Because I mean, uh, Ellis from from. Uh, Czech, Czech Republic, Republic yeah. who came in second this year, as she did two years ago. Uh, her name is on the list for the San Marinese auditions. She can do I don't. It. I mean, we've I seen this happen before, where the, where the artists have not made the cut in their own country, so then they have just crossed the border. But it just feels strange that we have all of these very disparate nationalities going to San Marino with no cultural tie, and it's. I have to wonder if it's going to get to a shameless point where everyone's just like, ah, and then San Marino gives it a try. Literally, who is it? Because we don't know. Well, I mean, then again, this is the nation that has brought us Serhat and yep. Florida. And mm-hmm. I mean... Uh, That's what I mean. Are they it, slowly becoming this? Because I would love Jenny that. B. I would love them. I would love the biggest wild card in the contest be, to become an even bigger weirdo. Serious question. Has Ali Ryan's name shown up for them? I haven't seen it. I have not seen it. I have not looked super, super closely, but that doesn't mean it's not there. She still wants us to wear her love. I see. Let's let's cover Italy last because it might be a, it might be one of our <laughs> fun little topics. It's uh, the dumb rumor of the week. It is. Uh, let's do Albania. Uh, Albania, I want to say, has <laughs> followed Croatia's lead and selected an artist called Croata. Um, but no, <laughs> uh, the the winner of. Uh, 
God, why am I blinking on the contest this week? Festivale Icondas literally just means the song festival. The song festival. Ronella with Secret. Uh, I'm with you guys, though. Clown guy should have won. That's that is not what I wrote in the notes. (laughs) (laughs) No, 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 no. But it's what's tattooed on your heart. It It is is. right. Uh, So Cigarette is a that's a that's a perfectly worthy song. I think that's going to be nice and serviceable. Um, uh, We said this before because all of us were sort of on and off watching it. A different tack for Albania than in previous years. Very much so. Very much so. This is probably the most upbeat thing that they've sent since I've been attending the contest, certainly. I mean, they've sent rock and things like that in terms of, you know, BPM, but this is the most danceable, poppy thing that they have sent in a long, long time. And I think a lot of the the fans of the contest, especially the, the non-Albanian fans kind of watching from the outside who are kind of rending their garments over the loss of things like Metana and... Um, and things, songs by Era Rusi, I, I think are really rejoicing in, in Sekret being selected. Uh, granted, now other people are rending their garments because they were really hoping for uh, Alban with Theye, which was my personal favorite, but, you know. It was really but, good. It was really good. But honestly, the fact that those two came one and two, I was... You know, it's good either way. Um, I thought all in all, it was a solid national final. There were some really, really great voices in there. And and honestly, some acts that I will continue to follow after this. Um, most notably, uh, I'm not sure if she pronounces this, uh, Yanex or Janex, who actually I think is based in New York, if I'm not mistaken. She is, yes. She's she's fantastic. And I didn't realize this, but she'd actually done Festival Kungus a couple of years before with her sister under her birth name and um you know very different style now uh but yeah i'm gonna definitely continue following her uh mirud from also you know also living in new york um it's also another fan favorite who i expect we'll probably see in the future as well all in all festival Kungus is very much a lot like um like san remo and the fact that it is a song festival for albanians first and then for eurovision second uh as you can tell by the fact that most of these songs are over three minutes and they're going to be revamped and everything like that but i think that they really kind of struck a balance between a song for albania and a song that could transfer pretty seamlessly to what a lot of people would expect for a eurovision song so we know it's going to be revamped a little bit um yeah not not a ton Uh, i think a little bit of english is going to get peppered up in there but they've got the time to They've got the time to do this. That's the good thing about Festival Kungus being so early in the process. They've got months to polish if they want to. It's also three and a half minutes long. Yeah. So so yes. there'll there will be that. I, I've heard people call this like justice for uh Metana and, and, and things like that. And, and I don't know that I agree with that necessarily. First of all, I think Metana was way better than this song. Uh but also <sighs> Like you said, Sam, it, it's it's a contest for Albanians. If they didn't want to send an absolute banger like Meitana, that's their prerogative. Mm-hmm. And 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 I think they do kind of like to switch it up a bit here and there. And and this year, the ballad, the extremely well done ballad, his live vocals were not perfect, but mm. the 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 really well done ballad was less appealing than the club banger. Yeah. So, that's great. I'm I'm excited for it. I don't dislike the song, to be clear. Uh, I just, yeah, Netana was amazing, I thought. And and the, in that year, it was the exact opposite. Shy came up and... Blew it out of the water, yeah. Was anybody else watching the, the really kind of sweet and slightly surreal second night of the event where they had the singers singing their intended songs, but paired up with singers who had done Festival de Cungas literally decades before? 
that there were singers yeah. in their I did in their sixties, seventies, eighties paired up uh, with you know with Ronella singing Secret or you know mm-hmm. Castro Zizo not with the clown makeup that night but he was paired up with the singer who could have been in could have been in the Golden Girls. Yep, he got paired up with an old lady. Honestly, it was kind of great. I a think she was those, kind of into it. She was she was into it. It was great. So so speaking of Castro Zizo, uh, this is clown guy. Uh, this is uh, uh, a midlife crisis in in three minutes or less. Uh, I got to say that it, it was for as odd as it was, just a, a guy singing in clown makeup in in a, in a very sullen, almost desperate manner. It really set a mood. It was it, whatever it was trying to do. It did very well in terms in terms of just like setting a a, a vibe. It was a vibe. Yeah, my Albanian is obviously not very good. <laughs> to be charitable but yeah it was whatever he was trying to accomplish i think he accomplished it yeah unfortunately didn't accomplish a win but no i mean unfortunately by whose standards i guess yeah and like i i I remember watching this and thinking like wow this guy's not handling turning 50 uh (laughs) especially well at all but then i looked it up he's 37 that's what i thought about his age was what okay what made you think he was 50 everything about it like like You thought he put on the, the question. You thought he put on the clown makeup just to just to hide the wrinkles. I don't know. Empty nest syndrome. <laughs> but know. Doctor Pagliacci sucks. <laughs> you want to find out how I got these crow's feet? Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. All right. I think that's about it for uh, Festivali Kungus. Yeah, we'll we'll talk yeah. more about the song when we get to the previews. In yeah. God, that's not going to be that long. Oh, we have a couple of a little other things from from other countries, but uh, I think we should mostly save those maybe for maybe for next week. We should cover Italy, though. Yeah. All right, folks. I love the time what's going on here. The time yeah. has come for the dumb rumor of the week, and this one <laughs> is great. So, the rumor was, and I will say that this rumor was has already kind of been dispelled, but it's really it was really dumb. So we're gonna we're gonna do it. The rumor was that. Ya boy, Gianni Morandi, uh, who is a 77-year-old singer. Uh, he would be a returning artist. He repped Italy in 1970. He also won San Remo in 1987 uh, as as well. So he's he's no stranger to this. But the rumor is that he was going to be disqualified from San Remo because, and this is just such old guy on Facebook like energy, uh-huh. he accidentally released his entire song on Facebook for about 15 minutes before somebody oopsie poopsie somebody i accidentally hit open dragged the entire audio file into my status and hit post whoopsie poopsie yeah i i don't know uh, <laughs> i think it was like playing in the background while he was doing something else or something like that <laughs> oh I see. that could be oh oh that's it yeah <laughs> yeah uh, and, and now the, the san ramo rules are very strict on this you, you are not allowed to release the song before you perform it at san ramo like the like the, the that has to be the first instance of it so so the feeling was oh no old guy did a thing on facebook and now he's out well there was a bit of a long blathering explanation from uh from rye is it rye who put this mm-hmm. on yep nice rye. i remembered yeah uh 10 points rye, to you rye like a phoenix and anyway the uh, they gave a long-winded explanation saying that oh it was an accident is basically what it comes down to uh, yeah so so he's He's not getting removed from this thing. And honestly, I think 
the dude's a legend. If he wants to compete, he's going to compete. Like, I, I don't think anyone just cares enough to to kick this poor guy out. So that's yeah. the dumb rumor that he was going to get kicked out because he did a goof on uh, on Facebook. Another thing I learned about this guy while, while kind of coming up with this, uh, this fun talking point that we have here is uh, he got a boost in popularity with it just within the last couple of years uh, because one of his classic songs, uh, In Ginocchio da Te, which is like On My Knees for You, uh, in in Italian, it's in Italian, obviously. Uh, was prominently featured in the movie Parasite. Mm. Huh. So huh. He he had his uh, Bohemian Rhapsody and Wayne's World moment, but with <laughs> but with Parasite. Think that's, about that the next time you're eating your Ram Don. That's right. So that's that's fun fun thing that I learned. Uh, cool. We should maybe also just quickly mention we don't we haven't heard the song yet, but we know a bit of the deets on Montenegro what they're doing. Uh, Vladana yeah. is her name. Uh, Vladana. She's, yeah, she's singing a song called Breathe. It is in English. Uh, she revealed it on a Zoom call talking about the song that she's singing in English. So, quote, the message can be heard beyond the Balkan. Fair we're enough. still we're still getting a Balkan ballad. It's just not very Balkan. So that's sound, what Gavrilo what Princip like. said in 1914. Oh, my God. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Gotta get your message heard. All right. That's about it for news. Yeah. Oh, uh, <laughs> Latvia. We're, oh. we're not going to get too deeply into oh. this, but just... Oh, God. We're not going to get I... too deep into this just for the sake of our sanity. Um, but Latvia has released their entries for this year's Supernova. Uh, and there's some great familiar names. Um, we are seeing the return potentially of Amanata Savadogo with a, a lovely piano ballad. Uh, you know, you may remember her from her 2015 participation with Love Injected. And she also um, was a co-writer for the entries in 2016, as well as Samantha Tina's entries. So, you know, take that as you will. Uh, also, the uh, two guys from the group formerly known as Music uh, from 2011. It's Music with two Qs, if you're paying attention. Uh, they also have another song in, uh, in the national final as well called bad i haven't haven't actually listened to it yet so i don't know if nominative determinism is a is a thing in this case yeah, but don't say um, it <laughs> I, i'm gonna go ahead and say i think bad is a pretty pretty apt title oh, this, so. oh womp, no. womp. got him yep uh it's but we see great. the we see the return of marcus riva who seems to be always there seen with a uh, mixed ducours as well uh it seems like they've been trying every year for the past decade or so. Maybe this time they will strike gold. However, the entry that has probably gained the most traction is a song called Eat Your Salad by C.T. Zenny. I see. Um, <laughs> we're not going to play this clip on our show. I would recommend you get the kids out of the room, put on some headphones, and then just listen to this one by yourselves. We're going to take a moment here on our end. And Eric and I have heard this song before. Danny, Derek, you have not. We'll we'll just take a moment here and get some first reactions, okay? I can't wait. And really just for the first 30 seconds. Instead of meat, I eat veggies and it, it's it's all really about that first line. Uh it, it that is. is uh kinda kinda getting uh a lot of yeah. Uh is that first line the only like really off-color thing in the whole thing. Uh, no, there's, 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 I feel there's, like the rest of the song is an extended metaphor. Yeah, there's, <laughs> there's some... It was like just the line and then everything else was like, nope, just veggies and stuff. There, there's there's a couple of references to jiggling peaches uh, and a dong as long as a gecko's, I think is what he says mm -hmm. at one point. Um, mm. Yeah. 
two millimeters. Yeah, you, do you really want to be broadcasting that in your song? That you, whatever. Yeah, yeah. whatever. So like, here's the thing though. Like, I just God, that first line is just so. Here it like, is. Like, just, just, just going for it, just right there at the start. But my my thought is, is that vegan? Yes. <laughs> It's just like it is that I'm not sure is just what I'm saying. I it's organic. Well, that's that's arguable. It's organic. Eh, can be. All right, let's stop the GMOs then. It, what, I, I was about to say it depends on what soap you're using, I think. <laughs> oh, okay. Gotcha. I see. Yeah. I don't know. I'm I'm just saying, like, like it's maybe not as green as some of the other things they're saying. I don't know. <laughs> Can we move do on? We, do we have another segment? Uh, no, we don't. <laughs> no, no, we are we are gonna live in this for a while. Um uh, no. I mean, and suddenly uh Jerry Hiles vegan from from Vidvir a couple years ago doesn't sound so bad, does it? God, stupid elbow dance thing. God, that song was weird. Easy peasy, lemon squeezy. Lemon squeezy. Yeah. Holy moly, guacamole. All right. We do have sort of a main topic and it's not going to be a huge topic, I don't think. But we did want to do a little bit of a dive on on one of our favorite countries here on the show and one that has already picked their song uh, as it as it happens. And that is our pals at the Czech Republic. Yay. <laughs> yeah, they uh, while we were in or while well, half of us at least were in France, they went ahead and did their their Eurovision song CZ. 2022 uh we've gone over how how great that selection was uh how there were really a handful of songs we were absolutely going for uh in the end they picked we are dummy with lights off which uh i can't speak for everybody here but i know know at least among some of us it's a firm favorite out of the three that have been selected so far comfortably yeah uh the czech republic is actually a relatively new addition to the contest they've only appeared uh, nine times. I think this will be their 10th overall. Well, I would they, say per- perhaps that's sort of by virtue of them being a relatively new country. <laughs> well, even even as a united Czechoslovakia, Czechoslovakia did not participate in the contest. So they oh, are a new behind country. behind the curtain? They were. Uh, I mean, we had Slovakia for a couple of years, but we didn't actually have uh, the Czech Republic mm. until 2007. Wow, that late. Okay. That late. And mm. even then, they had a bit of a hiatus and didn't actually make it into the finals for the first time, they didn't do it until 2016. And since then, they've only had three finals appearances so far. Yeah, they're batting batting 333. Just good for baseball, not so great for Eurovision. Uh, fun fact about their debut entry, uh, Mala Dama by Kamat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is the only song they've ever sent in Czech. Uh, it is also has the uh, dubious distinction of being the only song to finish 28th in a Eurovision competition of any sort. Uh, the, the, the one year that the there was one absolutely ginormous semifinal, there were 28 songs in it, and this finished last. It got, it got one point. Uh, regrettably, just... Just the one. Yep. So they also have the dubious distinction. They uh, they came in last place about two years later with the song Aben Romale by Gypsy.cz or CZ, depending on where you're listening to. <laughs> so you know where to visit them. <laughs> yep. Uh, no point in their semi. Uh, it was a smaller semi, only 18 songs in that one. But yeah, that was that was a no pointer. Yeah. But I do believe it was one of the first appearances of any Romani language yep. at Eurovision. In, in a mix of English and Romani. After that uh, unfortunate placement, or was it, uh, they did take several years off. 
Uh, they disappeared starting in 2010 and then didn't come back until 2015, uh, where they brought back Hope Never Dies by Marta Yandova and Vaslav the Noid Barta. The Noid. <laughs> Unfortunately, voters did avoid the Noid, uh, sadly, mm. which is a shame because they were some of the coolest folks in Vienna. Uh, yeah, they uh, they were lovely. They were they were Mister Miss Congeniality, honestly. Like they were they were great. They were an absolute joy to watch, and you could tell they were having the time of their lives. Yeah, but, but still didn't qualify. Yeah, didn't. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yep. But since 2019, they've been doing a national final setup that has been actually really pretty cool. It's it's a really great balance between bringing up interesting local talent but and, and supporting them and getting them a really great start like a national final would, but doing so in a way that's also very budget-friendly, which for a small smaller broadcaster is a great idea. And honestly, it's been working out pretty well. And we're getting word that supposedly the Macedonians are actually going to be taking a page from the Czechs and modeling their national final off of the Czech. We're going to rip it. them off. Yeah. We'll see Elis Mraz in that one, too. Hey! It's my favorite national final, if only because it's the one that I can vote in. That certainly is nice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so their best finish ever uh, was in 2018. God, what a stacked year 2018 was. Yeah. Lie to Me by Mikolas Josef finished sixth. Uh, fourth in the public vote, but only 15th in the jury. Now, do tell me, uh, My Turn, which was just a year before it, what kind mm-hmm. of song was that? That was actually a very sort of sweet, jazzy ballad. Yeah. That unfortunately was kind of ignored by a lot of the voters. Came in 13th in its in its semi. Um, so it didn't do, you know, didn't completely scrape the bottom of the barrel. But it was it was just sort of sweet and lovely and ultimately forgotten about, which is a shame. Gotcha. Yeah. I was going to say, because 2018 was the, the year that I joined the contest. And so for all of the years that I have um, been joined? experiencing the Czech Republic at Eurovision, uh, they have all sent, and this includes this year, uh, songs and acts that skew really hip and really young. That was not always the case. That was I, really... I can I can tell, yeah, look at, <laughs> looking at their other appearances here, but it has just been uncanny that 2018, 2019, 2020 slash 21, and now in 2022 with We Are Domi, they have sent acts that have been very, very cool. I think we talked about coolness a lot when we were talking about JESC and and have been relatively young. Um, we're not sending any really momentous, emotional balladeers to the contest from the Czech Republic over the past five years. They've all been real bangerish. Uh, or at least uh, really breezy and cool. Um, yeah, I don't know of... if this is, a, this is a brand that the Czech Republic is going to become known for, but I feel like when you lie to me, friend of a friend, Omaga, oh and lights off, I mean, these are all songs that are right up my alley. So it, it just seems uncanny that they sort of have a brand going. Well, I mean, it seems like that kind of arose when they started doing national finals, or around that time anyway. I believe that... I think their 2018 participation was an internal selection, if I'm not mistaken. Let me double check that. Uh, no, 18 was, yeah, uh, 2018 was actually a national final. So you really did see that that tide kind of changing for the Czechs as soon as it was veering away from that internal selection. Mm-hmm. 2018 was that they released the the videos ahead of time. and you I believe so. Yeah. Just remember friend of a friend being kind of a front runner. 2020 was like that too. Mm-hmm. God, their, their 2020 national final was so unbelievably stacked. I, that was uh, what was it? We yeah. are poop. What was that? <laughs> we all poop. We, we all, all we poop. all poop. We all poop. We, we, all, we poop. all poop. All the blood. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> we are Domi. 
That's right. Uh, well, I mean, I assume poop. they also poop. I mean, we all poop. We all, right? we all, we all dome. It's yeah. not Kim Jong Il we're talking about. Mm. Now, now yeah. we should d uh, just mention it because I mean, we, we talk about the Czech Republic's national selection from the past couple of years. Uh, we covered it last year, even just because we all mentioned that we sort of threw our votes in. And by last year, I mean 2020. Um, but uh, this is a, a national final that is open to public voting. And by open, I mean, we have voted in the past in this being here in America. Um, down to, is it a set number every year? Is it like eight or nine every single year? A number of sing songs, you mean? Yeah. Uh, let's see. This year there were seven. Yep, it was seven in 2020 also. Gotcha. I think, I'm not sure about that. It's a nice format. magic number because you wind up getting a, a good variety in there. But what I like about this is it, I think it just kind of ensures that a healthy amount of public taste and preference goes into the selection of, of the artist, a kind of safeguards, um, just kind of the appeal of, of the act being sent. Benny Cristo didn't do too well. He failed to qualify, but I still think that's a perfectly worthy and good quality song for the Czech Republic to have sent. Absolutely. And I have really high hopes for We Are Domi. I think this is a top tenor, and I say that with only with three countries now have let us know what they're sending. Mm. I mean, I, I think I said in, in the last show, it, I understand we only have three songs, but if this isn't a top tenor, it means it's an absolutely extraordinary year. Yes. So either way. There are 10 better songs than this. That's very impressive. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And maybe one of them will knock Euphoria off the top, uh, the top 250 <laughs> on New Year's Eve next year. What if it's our boys from the Czech Republic? I can't wait. Wait, wait. Technically, girl from the Czech Republic, the boys are Norwegian. Yeah, the boys are back there in their they, turtlenecks and overalls operating the electronic equipment. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and they and they all met in the UK. So, I mean, I guess if they do really well, the UK can mm -hmm. kind of, you know, ride those coattails as well. But they all met in Leeds. So, you know, good for them. Yeah. Sam, what was the nickname that somebody gave them? Uh, ch churches, but spelled C-Z-R. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Sounds That's about good. right. Good. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, fairly, fairly short, uh, fairly short history uh, from... The checks only nine songs. Uh, ten if you count K Mama, I guess, because uh, but it wasn't a competing song. So yeah, some, some some of those numbers are a little bit nebulous because of that. But yeah, uh, nine songs competing, three finals, highest finish sixth. They've had a stronger showing of late for sure, and they seem to kind of, as Danny alluded to, kind of cornered the the market on just sort of this cool vibe sort of thing. I think I think they would do well to keep that going. So so I guess and my also question, singing oh, in English too. I should add they 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 haven't sung mm -hmm. in Czech or, or a non English language since their second entry in two thousand eight or, or in, yeah or two thousand nine for with Romani yeah that's weird. yeah but it was also partly in English too yeah oh yeah it was about yeah yeah mostly mostly English some Romani sprinkled in there mm -hmm. Benny Cristo did pepper uh, uh, oh my god with a, like one or two lines in Czech. a little bit of everything yeah <laughs> yeah but uh, yeah I mean I would love it if someday they went and did something with the the same side of, sort of vibe that they are currently serving up in Czech but. Mm -hmm. Um, I can totally see why they would go for the English if they wanted to have that sort of universality. But that's mm -hmm. that's the de that's the decision so a lot of delegations goes, have to make. It True. goes beyond the Balkans, Sam. <laughs> anyway, uh, <laughs> rather than doing like a top three or a top five, like we've done for like Turkey and some of the others, uh, since there's so little to choose from, I just want to know what's your favorite song from the Czech Republic. Hmm. 
Daniel, start Daniel. with you. I, I mean, I know what Daniel. With me, I mean the obvious. I mean, it's it's a friend of a friend is is focus tested to appeal to me, uh, uh, like Malawi's from from 2019. Uh, this might be the the biggest example of a of an artist that I loved so much at the contest that I have uh, started listening to their music uh, actively. Uh, uh, it's strange because friend of a friend is like at this point like maybe my third or fourth favorite song by them. Uh, uh, but I, I I really loved this. Uh, this is the only this is the only song at Sam's Eurovision party uh, to get a 10 out of 10 for me. Uh, Danny, so I'm, I, I'm I, curious. I don't know if we can go any from, from oh. there. What, what are your other favorites by them? Uh, Chinese I'm Trees asking. and Lucy. Okay, I was so about Lucy's to ask what you thought of Lucy. Lucy. How can I hate Lucy? Lucy's great. Yeah. <laughs> Technically a Polish song, but uh, <laughs> you know. yeah. they yeah. have a song called called uh, Holidays Forever. Oh, sure. Yeah. It's like the opening song on one of their, yeah, one of their albums. Yeah. That, that has... I mean, it, it doesn't sound like friend of a friend uh, or, or like Lucy. It's 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 a bit darker. It has a, a uh, bit of beach housey vibe. Like yeah, not, that quite, yeah. not quite, but it's very it's very ethereal and dream poppy. Very close. Yep. Yeah, yeah, I like that too. Uh, it, it gets a little heavier by the end. That one, that song is amazing. Check that out. Check out the ones Danny mentioned. They're they're mm -hmm. fantastic. Sam, how about you? Uh, I mean, I do love friend of a friend, but I'm gonna have to go with lie to me, Nicholas Yosef. <laughs> uh, trumpet. I, it's 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 that it's that damn dudes. Facts, yeah. It's the dudes. It's, it's those dudes. dudes. Those damn dudes, though. Uh, yeah, it's it just sweeps me up. I I'm just yeah that yeah just crank it up, roll the windows down, drive around the lake. Yeah, I'm I'm all for it. Love it. It's uh it's lie to me as well. It, not by much. A friend of a friend is incredible, but uh, lie to me is just so much fun. It was such a great one live. It's great in studio. He's he's got some other great songs too. He had a song called Acapella uh, a year year or so after Lie to Me that went number one in the Czech Republic. Nice. Uh, it features uh, a bit more of a Latin vibe. It has a, a, a wrapped break in Spanish. Uh, you know, that language from the Czech Republic. Uh, his <laughs> most recent single, according to Wikipedia, though, is called La 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 La. All one word. That's just one too yep. many. That's one too many laws. Too many laws. It's like the person who goes chugga choo choo. Like, it's just not the right number. Yeah. It just doesn't feel right. Anyway, Derek, what about you?H, uh, my turn. My turn. Absolutely, oh, wow. Dory. I, okay, I remember you turn. liked that one. Uh, yeah, I was, I, say, I, I was really sad when I saw the staging for it because I think they really shortchanged her. Just felt really bare, and I think that's a song that they could have built a lot more intimacy with, and I think it would have really worked. But it still comes up every now and again on my playlist, and I just kind of go, "Oh yeah." This. It's definitely a, a kind of song that induces the warm fuzzies. Yes. Yeah. I think Ewan described it as it's it's a song that should make you want to hug her when it's over. Aww. Yeah, that's it's her yeah. turn for yeah. hugs. I'm oh. paraphrasing. He didn't say it exactly like that, but that was kind of the intent. And I'm like, yeah, that's that's how I feel about it. And I and she's uh, her jazz stuff is really good, too. She's got a live version of Skyfall. She does. I think it's on YouTube even. Ooh. It sounds really fantastic. Yeah, and that's Martina Barta. If uh, yeah. if you're just getting to know the song for the first time, so yeah, she was she was excellent. Uh, just as a bit of a throw forward, we may do a little bit of focusing on the Czech Republic as well as the two other nations that have selected songs uh, for Eurovision 2022 at this stage of the game, which would of course be Albania and Bulgaria in an upcoming episode of Twelve Points Reacts. So keep your eyes on our YouTube channel for all sorts of goodies on that. So yeah, 
Any any final comments before we sign off for the evening, you guys? Uh, just that we are dummy is really great, and uh, <laughs> it might be my second favorite. I really like this song. I, I don't. Uh, I didn't want to put it just because we haven't year. we haven't seen it on the Eurovision mm -hmm. stage yet. But I there's, know it's there's, so hard to there's judge potential. It now. There's potential. Yeah. There is potential. It's yeah. It's 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 going to be up there. Uh, yeah. At the end of the day, for you sure. You heard it here. <laughs> All right. Well, in that case, shall we regroup in either a week, two weeks, whenever we get our heads together? Oh, we should. <laughs> oh, good times. Yeah. Well, in that case, my friends, we will catch you on our next episode. Again, you can find us on social media at One Two Points USA on either Facebook or Twitter. Uh, it's also where you can find us on YouTube, uh, Redbubble as well, or just email us directly at 12pointsfromamerica at gmail.com. If your podcastery provides any chance to give stars or reviews or rates or subscriptions or any of that good stuff, please do so. It helps other people find us. Or at the very least, if you are talking about Eurovision with your friends, your family, random strangers, tell them about our show. We're happy to have them listening in to us as well. The more, the merrier. But until then, my friends, we will catch you on our next episode. I've been Samantha. I've been Derek. I've been Eric. And I've been Danny. And America, stop, stop, stop listening, listening now. now. I am feeling 22. <laughs> Today's show is brought to you by Sarah McTiernan. Aw. Hope she's doing okay. I don't. I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh... <laughs>